0: 18+. Welcome to Heart and Hand, the podcast that used to have big willy contest with all the other podcasts and then cry itself to sleep at night. This week, another tidy finish from the Ayrshire Messi sends us on our way to three points against Motherwell and kicks off a massive week for the Jers. With Valencia next up at Ibrox, we look at Walter's options for what could be the defining game in our Champions League campaign. After the boys from the Mistaya, it's the boys from Mordor as we get set to visit the Brendan Bow. We make sure we've all had our inoculations and, after the Celtic management visits Ibrox, the question on everyone's lips, just how ugly is Alan Thompson? All that and more coming up on Heart and Hand. It's a massive week for the jails, and we felt that we needed a massive panel, and they don't come much more massive than Mark Dingwall. Thank you for a compliment. Yeah, I would say you're you're looking thinner than than since last I saw you. And uh, the thing about Scott Brandenacker is that he is as liberal and right thinking as the next man. In this case, Mark. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing
2: okay, thank you.
0: Okay, loads and loads and loads and loads and loads to talk about, uh, although the panel's in a, a state of advanced moth after Mark, just uh, before we, we started recording, treated us to his impression of Roland Rat in a moving car. <laughs> and shared with, with you as well. But that's actually quite funny, right? Uh, the Motherwell game. I don't know if we can top that, should we just no, stop at this point? Thanks. Yeah, but mother will we won. Uh, very good one, one of those five minute spells in the second half where you've just felt anything could happen, it was really exciting, the place was bouncing, everything we hit was a near miss or, or went in, it was just great.
2: It was spoiled somewhat by the company I was with. you and with me. <laughs> yeah, I know, uh-huh. that was the hilarious comedy element. Um, Miller was in good form though, wasn't he? Not Kenny. <laughs> the guy next to oh
0: him. yeah, there's a, a, a fanta- and if he's listening, hello Miller, we'll uh, there's a fantastically drunken guy um, who sits next to Scott at the football, and the guy's just utterly magnificent. On on Saturdays, mate arrived a couple of minutes late, and he said to him, "I take it you've been on it all night." And Miller looked at him indignantly with hurt in his eyes and said, "Here, I've not had a drink since 23
1: and I, you know, and he meant it. I take it you now know that the new Ranger security guy Is going to be hunting through databases <laughs> going, do they mean Miller, surname or first name? <laughs> if you get right?
0: Miller, that would be a shame for the boy Yeah, I'll, I'll smuggle him in, don't worry uh, I, I, one, Once last season, Scott and I were sitting there And he knew he was annoying us And he did that drunk man thing Where you try not to, to say anything silly And you speak very properly And he turned around to us and said So, uh, McGregor loves his sex, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a line that you can't argue with Ayrshire yeah. um, yeah. Messi, nasal Dino. I've been saying it, I've been saying it And now everybody's acknowledging that I was right uh, and You have to say Saturday He was a real catalyst He was the difference between an arrow win and a. I you, you,
2: you actually must have been yeah. I'm taking the credit have for it um, I think player of the year already I would, just, I would award him it Well I would have anyway But have you seen Rocky? Have you seen in Rocky You know the old
0: guy that, that believes in Rocky And propels him what he got? That's me That's what I did for Nesey He might be a
1: contender But will he last? Of course, this is five years of unbroken Naziness, This is the era of the Nasmith. But the, but the old cliche uh, about Nas is: "Is this his season?"
2: Well, it is well, so that far. Is. I mean, well, it, look, I know Mark saying last last summer at the Emirates tournament he was magic, and then. Wish it was never seen again Be fair, he said a bit longer And he's doing it in yeah, games at Mark. And it's a nice option to have And we'll talk later about. Going I do not want to just p- say Mark was a total cretin straight away No, well, yeah You've, do, you've done well to when last you to Five ready, minutes Five yeah. minutes in, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I thought the the good thing about Saturday Was that after a fairly disappointing First half performance What they did was you could see Almost right from kick-off The second half That there was a real attitude shift And I think it's becoming apparent That if this team play At their full potential they are going to win the games in the SPL, but they can't slack off from that. It limit. fits
2: and starts. Um, We've had 15, 20 minutes here and there that have been absolutely excellent. One touch, pass and move. I'm hoping we're moving towards. Doing that for almost ninety minutes because teams can't live with us. If no, we I, like that we will win the SPL. The quality
0: of the goals as well. Uh, Stevie Davis in particular was a brammer, but some people said that that was was due to the fact that he, he just knew he couldn't pass it because he wasn't going to find a blue jersey. he was playing. Mark Davis in centre mid. There's a few people saying mm, maybe not his best position after all.
1: Well, as I was reading Scott's copy of the Daily Record today, uh, which the, Scott got from his work, which is which is Monday morning. The graphic in the middle of the winner has got a, a mocked up um, couple of road signs saying stop Davis, stop Jers," And it says Lennon, Lennon must cancel out Stephen, blah, 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 spying mission. So he's obviously uh, attracted not just the attention of Rangers fans, I think I've been mightily impressed by him this year, but also the, the press. So I just wonder on Saturday, sorry, on Sunday coming, whether the... Uh, that is going to be where the, the battlefield is.
0: In other words, are they going to kick it? Uh, firstly, can I say how disappointed that I was to Rangers for
2: providing complimentary tickets to uh, Lennon I wasn't and, the, and the Gorilla Boy? No, rise above. Um, I would rise above. It, rise Gwyn- above letting them in. Paul Gwynn went to Tincastle, spat on, jostled, attacked. Their fans are scum. We let their manager, assistant manager, come to the stadium. Nothing happens to them at all. We are the people.
0: Although, surely somebody would have been tempted to hold down and strategically shave Alan Thompson. You know, he looked like Gerald the Gorilla from Not the Nine O'Clock News.
1: The AGM today was uh, enlivened slightly by a guy who started off saying, I noticed that uh, Neil Lennon was in the director's box on Saturday, and I sat quite near it, and you're thinking, what's he going to say, what's he going to say? And he said, I thought it was brilliant. The look in his face at half-time, he was jubilant. And then... His face at the end of the game was brilliant as well. (laughs) So just imagine this guy with the binoculars trained in Lennon going, say something, do something. (laughs) To
0: be honest, the only time I can imagine Neil Lennon's face would be brilliant would be if you were very, very significantly into an LSD trip. But uh, Mm. we'll move on for that, Mark. coming up to Halloween. (laughs) And Alan Thompson's already got his costume. Exactly. He's going as a gorilla from trading places. Mark... That brings us on to the AGM, Mark. You were at the AGM today in your uh, trust capacity. What were your feelings about how it went, the overall tone of the event?
1: You can you can pick holes in, in everything, but I thought in terms of where the club's been, the questions were, uh, there, there's a mixture of stuff where virtually everybody mentioned Walter, and thank you, Walter, and that was very pleasant. But at the same time, it wasn't ranting and raving, but people still on... Fairly significant issues were asking pretty uh, pointed questions about the ownership, about Martin Bain's salary increase or his bonuses. Um, So, you know, they didn't get away scot free. What I thought does work well, they did it last year and and again this year, you had Alistair Johnson speaking, uh, giving a chairman's address, and then Martin Bain as chief executive. And there was a lot of meat in there. I mean, Johnson's a bit difficult to follow because he's he's a bit monotone, Bill, like myself, uh, and he does lapse into American business speak. That's
0: a pot calling a kettle black. Isn't <laughs> isn't he? He's a bit monotone, from Mark one uh-huh. note to Dingwall.
1: But in terms of the uh, ownership of the club, no change there. and That's obviously a worry to him. Uh, there was also there was a couple of hints in there that I thought were a bit worrying. When they started talking about youth development and how much money we put in it, and Bean seemed to be hinting that, um, in terms of the numbers we get in and the benefit we get from it, is it best as a as a tool to develop youth for ourselves? Seeing as the the best kids will always end up in the Premier League, should it be used for you know you know more or less community work and and, and getting the kudos from that, and presumably making money off of um, see, you know you. fat kids coming in uh, and and playing. And, um, that kid's
0: coming in and playing Yeah
2: At <laughs> uh, f- so
1: the uh, Rangers football. summer camps you, you pay for your kid to take
2: part in, in training uh, sessions oh, That doesn't sound so it's going to do as much good in the long term It's not but it's, it's oh, Our alternative vision To actually having a youth system So it's a money making one rather than a uh.
1: well, the, and, and the, other, the other point was that uh, They seemed to be hinting That they were going to be uh, sharpening Their, their, their skill set So that they could identify more players like Carlos Cuella. You buy them in cheap and you sell them, and now to me that sounds like a recipe for a disaster in the long term. To to, to go down that route, I
0: can understand why the club are saying that moving forward they would like to do that, where you buy a player and then you sell them on for a profit. But so what does everybody in Europe? You know that is the aim, apart from a yeah. select band of about six or seven clubs who will, will be the, the teams who are buying players all the time. I mean, for most clubs, who doesn't want to bring in a player at two million, sell them a year later for eight ten million? But it doesn't always happen. You can't rely on it.
2: Also, a lot of these clubs have. A scouting system Which is an amazing thing Which allows them to identify these players Bring them in and sell them on for profit mm. um, We actually get rid of our scouts And the cost cutting round Although Someone said we'd employed some freelance scouts again this summer mm. The things that... I suppose there wasn't much point having mm. scouts the last two years It was the vagaries of... I a think, bit like Abu uh, Hamza <laughs> by Employing a glove salesman <laughs> <laughs> no need. V- Very true um, The thing alarmed me about the feedback I was getting from the GM was Number one there wasn't enough quite enough meat on the bones for me it was like we'd like the youth system to produce a lot better players that we can sell for 10 million pounds yeah how are you going to do that yeah saying we'd like to bring players at like carlos quail and sell them on for 10 million pounds where are you going to identify them what markets are we involved in i think these are noble laudable ways to run a club but everyone's trying to do it you know david dry do we have scouting in london birmingham france yeah. where are our scouting where are our youth camps where are our scouts going out eastern europe scandinavia what are the plans to make these things happen? It's
0: a difference between vision and strategy. Absolutely.
2: Um, you can have an idea,
0: but what you need is the building blocks in place on how you're going to make that happen.
1: Well, the, other, the other thing about scouting, which I, I think Bain and, and Co. do have a, a point, is that you can you can have your own scouting system, but you can effectively be paying people who by the back door can be uh, some simply punting players onto on any club, so the fact that they change to paying people by results is perhaps no no bad thing, especially for for those who are overseas.
0: Well, we've discussed that with a level of uh, seriousness and gravitas that people who normally listen to the podcast uh, would probably be surprised at, and more surprised, Mark, that you mentioned their meat, uh, and then you mentioned by the back door, and neither myself nor Scott thought to come in and I think that tells you just how important we find the AGM that we are staying clear of, of any mention of, of gay innuendo
2: It's, it's, it's a slippery slope um, going down that road of sexual badinage Yeah, such exactly a sex matter. Unless we have a vote on it like at the AGM, we could show our proxy cards should we bring gay badinage in Uh, The the listeners have voted with their feet on that uh, Um, 3-0 Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, so we'll we'll keep it going
0: Okay then, uh, I think the the AGM this year It's always a a little calmer when the team's been doing well And the team have been doing well of late Uh, That brings us on to our next section And we'll come to this week's Spears of the Week Spears of the Week is our longest running and most beloved section where we look for the person who's made the biggest James Hunt of themselves in the world of soccer over the past seven days. And uh, it's named in honour of Graeme Spears, formerly Chief Sports Writer at the Herald and a a regular on uh, the airwaves, who's now reduced to working for Radio Clyde and uh, doing the fish reviews for the the Haddock advertisers. So,
2: Scott, you love this section. I love it. More than a a brother. Well, I do. More than a brother. How many have you got this week? Three and a half. Okay, well, you've three and a half. Um, the half is it's more of a it's more of an interesting factoid. Oh, you hate that, don't you? I hate that, it's yeah, Steve, Wright. Steve Wright. Steve Wright. Steve Wright's band in this pod. It's, it's a little sort of point which may come under swept under any other business.
1: Three and a half and a little point. Okay, right. Okay. Started yeah. Around. Yeah.
2: How many have you got? Have yeah, you, he's got like
0: fifteen there, hasn't okay, he? Okay. <laughs> right. Right, okay. Why don't we just cut this pod? We'll right. talk about spin off pods. Why don't you just have one called Spears of the Week? You can pay me the money for the idea that I come up with, and then you can go away and you can just sit there and call people wallopers all week.
2: It would be better than yours, your pod. It'd be brilliant.
0: My <laughs> pod was excellent when you weren't on him. You've missed one That's week. That's actually true. And it was the highest rated episode before if, so if you're
2: looking for Cammy, by the way, he's been murdered and buried, He's yeah. <laughs> too funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scott's not allowing him back. No. So, first, first candidate is a black goat. Okay? <laughs> what? You may say what, um, but Egypt have got off to a terrible, terrible start. Okay, for World Cup qualifying, this culminated in a surprise 1-0 defeat to Niger. Okay, and Niger you used to play for us, Spankman Yeah, no, yes, Niger,
1: Niger. Spallerman. Let's be very careful yes. how you pronounce that. David.
2: Don't put me off. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, this, this podcast delicate. could be shut yeah. down. This could be the last ever. Is, is, it, is
1: it Niger, Niger, or Nigeria? It's
2: Niger. Okay, just stick to that African country. Yes, um, so. They went down 1-0 Egypt and it's two defeats on the trot that looking, like they might struggle to qualify for the next uh, World Cup. So the fans are looking for a scapegoat. In this case, literally a black <laughs> scapegoat. Because before the game in Niger, a black goat was paraded around the pitch by a voodoo witch doctor. Right. And the Egyptian fans have decided that this cursed their, their heroes. <laughs> okay, The pharaohs, as they're known. They subdued Niger, okay, a 154th ranked team in the world, and Egypt are Africa's best team, and they lost 1-0 to Niger, and they put it down to black magic. However, the chairman of the FA in Egypt says we shouldn't talk about a GOAT. Did the GOAT cause Egypt to lose? I hardly think so. The fans don't agree.
0: Well... First of all, can I just say kudos, because Scott and Mark were staring intently at him every time we had to pronounce one of those countries' names there. Just willing him to say something, and we were waiting for the flashing blue lights as they came to arrest Scott for that one.
2: And that's the last story involving
1: Niger. I've, I've to be mentioned to be on, on, be on the pod. That country that shares a boundary with Mauritania. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. It's uh, never ever that they're coming uh, up again. Okay. Secondly, Bolivian President Evo Morales... Socialist crackpot. And Where does he get this shit? It's a YouTube. Yeah, no. If only um, he was playing an exhibition match at the National Stadium in La Paz. Politicians versus journalists. He took exception to a, a, a civil servant's tackle. <laughs> Don't haven't we all? And literally, the result was he needed the civil servant in his tackle. Need him in the <laughs> groin. The president does. Us. Yeah, the president needed the civil servant in the groin and brought him to the ground. He wasn't sent off. Of well, course, not. he's a socialist <laughs> crackball president, right? <laughs> um, oh, Hitler, right? Second yellow, you're Wouldn't it have happened? Um, it finished nine men versus eight, the game, which was apparently a friendly, nice. after, after five red cars. And at the end, and I think this may have been ironic, okay? One of the players, Mayor Revere, said, The president tells me he's never been in the losing side in a match. I'll bet he hasn't. We should sign him. We should, should say them, can yeah. we play our games in La Paz? Yes.
0: So, um, Bolivia is a country, isn't it? It's at really high altitude, so they have this strange World Cup qualifying record where they never, ever, ever win away, but they always win at home, and usually with four or five goals, can nobody can in, breathe.
1: In fact, they've changed, they've changed their rules so that they now can't play in the, the national stadium in yes. La Paz. Oh, that's a siege trick and no yes. mistake.
0: Hey, listen, it's, it's up to every day out They come to their country, they want to breathe real air. Yep.
1: Apparently, you've got to play proper qualification games below 8,000 feet. Oh, I think that's garbage. Any advantage you can get.
0: That's quite arbitrary, isn't it? But can you imagine poor Diego Maradona? I mean, his chunky lad when he took Argentina <laughs> there and they're going right. You know, we're basically playing the equivalent
2: of the tap of Ben Nevis. He probably had some sort of a breathing apparatus on during the game. Yeah. Um, so basically, the Junta. Well, hunter that's that's that's
1: certainly something to clear his nostrils. Yes. I think
2: I know what your third one is. I think we all know what the third one is. But I'll let Mark see if he's getting any suggestions first before we move on.
1: Well, I think for the first time ever, I've got to crave mm. Mr... Edgar's indulgence and say Can I put forward a duet? That's nothing to do with religion is that is a it? female
2: Jew? No? Yeah. <laughs> no, It's not a small Jew No, I mean, what are we talking here Mark? So, 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 you...
1: sorry, have I <laughs> walked into an editorial meeting Of a <laughs> <Bailbank. laughs> yeah. No, I'm speaking of course of those uh, The Laurel and Hardy of the, the Scottish football and world world uh, Doogie MacDonald and Stephen Craven Right ah, yes. you know, where, First of all, they give Celtic a penalty mm-hmm. Then they take it away and when you first hear this, you're just like, are they mad <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, to dare take a penalty away yeah. from a rat-tick. I'm just thinking, like, you know, do, you, do you not fear for your own safety, that of your wife and family, the double do glazing you of think? your house? Well,
0: and- I heard Dougie McDonald mm-hmm. to
2: just won a voucher for New Wendy, so he was maybe thinking, <laughs> yeah. hey, cash them in. It was a brave decision. The, the ironic thing about the non-penalty for Celtic was that it wasn't a penalty. No. Which was made it all the more incredible, surely.
1: I'm, I'm saddened actually with the Celtic fans that they couldn't have come up with something more creative in, in terms of the missiles they were f- flinging onto yeah, the pitch. I mean, wh- what were we talking about? A couple of lighters and maybe the occasional. Um... No, they
2: were, no. no. Mark, I have to step in. Oh. Apparently, in a, in, a, in a nod to the season, they threw Conkers as well, oh. uh, the linesman and referee. Yes, um, Roast, Roast Chestnut. Was well, it just me that actually thought they were
0: walking into the ground, saw those, and thought, we had dinner? Um, I haven't yeah. seen the game. I haven't seen any of the highlights. As you know, I refuse to watch Celtic unless we're playing them. I am staunch. I think it's unstaunch to watch them. But I, having only read the newspapers, haven't heard any of this missile throwing you speak of. Surely you've made this up, Dingwall? It must have been in the BBC. Had to oh. be. I was, Didn't un- it kick off I was, was under the influence
1: it? of a hamburger at the time when I heard this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so you're going for
2: referees. You're going for you yes. well. Here's the winner. Go for it. The winner is. Neil Lennon yesterday afternoon. And uh, incredible scenes. Um he called the referee a <coughs> cheat. Right. Harangued the fourth official with sweary words, which we would never countenance in the show. No. At one stage appeared to be restrained by, by people. He was he sort of held down. I don't know why. Much did he pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> he then also rolled about the pitch at one stage and then bizarrely led his players onto the pitch for a lap of honour after the game. You're shitting me. No lap no, of honour. Really, yes. An actual, they, they were on the pitch jumping at the backwards. high five. Yes, they yeah, they realised beat
0: the beaten the United. Well, no, had the first quarter of the season yet.
2: Um, I think they thought it was a Champions League final, perhaps. Jesus, yeah. well, I
0: suppose for you know for Lennon, this is really the only competition we've got left. after And yes. he knows with his cup record; they're not going to do anything in those. Mm-hmm. So uh, that reminds me of the time his uh, rather uh, his rather unimpressive uh, father figure Martin O'Neill, the um, leaping leprechaun. Decided to do that it was after that Basel game When um, he rolled about And was in tears and throwing tantrums And hitting the ground And I just thought if I ever see a Rangers manager do that Then I will lead the queue which will be lengthy yes. Of Rangers fans up Edmondson drive To have him sacked on the spot For conduct unbecoming
2: it's, The slight worry I had about bringing this up though For the, the Spears of the week was That he has mental health problems, Neil Lennon Which well, he's admitted the, Should we really be slagging someone so fragile So imbecilic I've got to give it to Lennon this week. The reaction yesterday was completely over the top.
0: Um, and I think that'll be great because Graham Spears will be so happy that Neil Lennon's in any way associated
2: with his <laughs> name. So it works out well. Graham can actually award him with the Spears of the week award. I think, he's a, yeah.
0: I think he's many, I think, wanted to reward Celtic managers we, with the Spears, but he's uh, yeah. wanted
1: to anoint them. Yeah, certainly.
0: <laughs> with a yeah. prism. <laughs> yeah. So That's <laughs> chrism <Crism. laughs> yes.
1: Google it, folks. <laughs>
0: Google it. No, don't. Certainly not at work. No. Okay, then we'll move on to our, pre- uh, our preview of the, the big games coming up this week and the Celtic one. Anybody want to sing "Zadok the Priest" to kick off section three for us? I think for Celtic Did fans' it sake. I... That's pretty much as so good The
1: Champions!
0: Um, as
1: the bestest, The bestest
0: <laughs> Well, that's half the podcast audience away on that one. But we can sing Zadok the Priest because, unlike certain other clubs, we are in the Champions League. And not only are we in the Champions League, we've got a chance to get out of
1: the Champions League in a good way. It's got to be a quiz question. What is the uh, theme tune to the Europa League? Not that anybody from Scotland's in it this year. That's true. Do they have one? It's they do have one. They've they got a, a special
2: it, one, yeah. It's the theme from the Brand Splits. That would be brilliant Can you imagine the
0: two teams coming out version. the Dickies version That would be brilliant I'm going to write to you Dear Mr. UEFA Dear Mr. UEFA Who's up front from Flegel? Drooper?
1: But back I don't you just remember the bird that used to kind of dance in every week Tales of Unexpected No, no, I'd been in a splats Flegel would stand there, right And every week she caught him She'd dance in Walk right up to him And then just go Touch his nose and walk it. No, and as a young kid, you're going, oh, no. "Why is this on every week?" <laughs> see, you wait for obsessed with fireworks before these games. That is how
2: you start. We'll get the banana splits. The banana splits and that woman dancing to touch Flegel's nose. I hate to press you but I think Flegel might be dead. Or the actor that played him. I think we probably best go to Mark first for a positive upbeat spin on our Champions League group. Such a miserable bastard. I- I'm you know just that. not convinced.
0: Two, two reasons. Do you know what you're like you're like Victor Meldrew after he was listening to emo as a teenager? That's you're, how miserable you are. Mark,
1: cheer me up. We're going let's win. not get carried away. However, do we share the view of Gordon Smith, OBE, MBE, who says that uh, basically Rangers have already done enough? to to finish that and hence guarantee uh, I thought Matt was singing football. of an old Beatles song there when he was talking about Gordon Smith. OBE MBE good yeah. um, I do.
2: Scott. Um what I would say is I'm going to turn this podcast's football knowledge in on its own self. A few weeks ago won't take long. No that's true. Nobody ever listens to those bits anyway. A few weeks ago I think Fraser People are really only here for the knob gags and the puss stuff It was you and Fraser yes. And I think Mark as well Said that Bursa would be learning As they went through the Champions League We did They were naive at the start And they'd probably have it all together by their last game Yes Who's the last game against? Uds In Turkey, right? Isn't it Man United their no, last game? No Their last game is us at home My worry is that I don't want us to need the points that night Against a team that have just picked up a few things and learned a few lessons in the Champions League, oh, well,
0: very good, smart. We'll just beat
2: Valencia home and away, then, and then we we'll won't we'll have and to. I have. I'm used to Rangers winning quite a few points at the start of a Champions League campaign, and then all going dramatically tits up, and I sort of fear something similar might happen. Well, we'll go quickly round because we're a wee bit hostage to 40 By the time most people listen to this pod, uh, it'll
0: either be just before the game or after it. So we'll just go around for predictions. Mark,
1: I think we'll have a fighting nil each draw.
0: I think it'll be a one-each draw, and Scott? nil one Slippery slope You're sitting on the fence There was actually a chap, and I didn't write this down in the the comments that we're going to have this week But uh, a chap, basically, on on your website suggested that I was like a a slightly unfunnier version of Tam Cowan You were like a slightly more dislikable version of Stuart Cosgrove And
2: Scott was like wee Jimmy Cranky (laughs) Well, I am back in Panto after falling out the beanstalk a few years ago. So it's my big comeback at the Kings this year. The guy had a, a good point in a letter to
0: Viz. He said he had a wet dream about um, wee Jimmy Cranky. And he said, I'm not sure if that makes me a paedophile. I'm not sure if it makes me a straight paedophile or just a healthy, robust man with a granny fixation. <laughs> so, she's not bonnie, but she's a trooper. She,
2: she she gets on with a job. I take that as a compliment. I always thought the other one looked as though he might be a friend of Dorothy the big one. Well... Did you see extras? See um, that girl's dad played by Gerard, Gerard Kelly? Kelly, yeah. I always thought it was a wee bit. Of I thought bit that well. too, yeah, yeah, that episode. Allegedly. We have
0: all had our jags, and that means that we're all inoculated for going to Mordor, home of the Orcs, home of Neil Lennon, and his slightly deranged plasticine face on Sunday. Or is it Saturday? Sunday. 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 Um, it's
1: good to see the research is as thorough as ever, Dave.
0: Absolutely, 100%. Well then, are we going to win?
1: I think we will and uh, I think part of that comes down to the hysteria that always surrounds these games, usually I go expecting to get beat and hoping for a a draw being a bonus and and that's at home or or away Um, I just think that the the way that Celtic fans and their whole club is just now is they think they're they're, they're going to trounce us that they're going to do their usual and use the the tannoy system to to build themselves up into a frenzy and that will be enough and we will roll over I think that Rangers have shown this year that there's a a little bit of steel in us that. Uh, Hasn't been there for a long time The number of times we've come back from a losing position this year has been absolutely remarkable So I think we, whatever they throw at us we'll take and uh, return the serve
0: We can't give them a goal of a start, we've been doing that lately And it's going to be very difficult If we get the first goal I think we could go on and win it
2: comfortably But we can't give away an early goal that we've been doing No, I think, I think we'll win though I think the things that we have in our favour are The Celtic at the back and in the area of defensive midfield are not great Almost anything they have to offer is going forward I mean, They've got the Asian Girard well, And p- Barcelona Wunderkid uh, Asian, Asian
1: Giraffe uh, yes.
2: He's, He slows a week in the jail apparently um, Which ironic for Celtic fans um, <laughs> I, I, I think to be honest The best thing for us The best thing about all of this Is if you see any Celtic message boards Or people cut and paste from the message boards They think any team they perm Of their vast squad Anything can beat us Mark's right, they think they're going to trounce us no matter who they put out. And you Radio Scotland, apparently, on Sunday, saying it was a bit like Spain at Hamden. Celtic were basically played like Spain, stroke Barcelona. They didn't say that. They did. They said it was just like Spain at Hamden when you watched it. The hysteria and hype that surrounds that team is just waiting to get... We bubble burst And I think we're the team to
0: do it The only reason I think you could in any way compare Celtic uh, to, to Spain Is that Spain's main man in midfield is Xavi And Celtic support is also
2: <laughs> like, Ironically enough, Xavi Of yeah, the interim of Barcelona, Messi yeah, Very, very, very. Messy indeed, Um I, I, I just think that if, if Rangers play to their best And Celtic
0: play to their best Then Rangers will win comfortably yep. um, I, I think that I was really actually encouraged by Lennon's behaviour On Sunday because it means that he's, he's very highly strong, he's very close to age Walter we know can go into these situations Handle it the way it should he won't and make I, sweat. Yeah, a couple of mad decisions and I think The, the fans there don't realise that they take the, the lead from the manager So if they're all in full on persecution Woe the world's against us, isn't it terrible uh, I don't have any potatoes mode Then that's going to transmit to the players They go tonto and we can just pick them off
1: They're too, you know They're just completely over the top uh, with the way that they've been playing. Likewise with ourselves, talking about going back in time. If you remember was it twenty three games or something we had way 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 back um when we played Marseille and Celtic in the same week yeah. all those years ago and you're thinking to yourself, hm, if you have if the run has to come to an end, who do you want it to come to an end against? Because I still think being a, you know, looking at the the long term, the long haul for this, is that they keep winning, we keep winning. And it might come down to the old firm games But the confidence that I think a lot of us have got In the team just now, despite the the limited squad numbers Means that Going there on Sunday and even having a draw It suits us far more than it yeah. suits them
2: I think psychologically um, See if you talk to any Celtic fans uh, I was going to set at your work but I'm probably pushing things slightly But um, If you talk to any Celtic fans They cannot believe that we could be top of the league This weekend after the old firm game With the first quarter that they had and we had, with us being distracted apparently by Europe, and with us having a tiny squad, and with them being the new Spain, (laughs) they did believe that a healthy lead, they began into October, into the autumn with a healthy lead, and they they are under pressure. They cannot believe that a draw would see us stay top after the first quarter. And Mark's right, they, they are the ones that have the sweat on, not us.
0: I don't think it's a disaster for us if we lose I think that this is a big game to them because it's all they've got You know, they're out of Europe twice um, Credit to the, to the management team Did for you that see any
2: other games in Europe? Because I actually had a
0: summer holiday this year and Well, see, that was the thing You know, I, I was away till
2: um, mid-July So yeah. by the time I came back Celtic We're out of all European yeah. competition mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting, I think it's one of the games that they have to win more than us what do you? Think? I mean, you're actually going to be, be Present, aren't you Mark? You're going to have your gas
1: mask Indeed, indeed be be uh... You've got
2: your palm olive to throw
0: Bar of palm no. I actually nearly got arrested pack, for that. Packet of
1: smash. Rangers, <laughs> Rangers.
0: Celtic game, 1992. We finished a one each draw with Ian Ferguson scoring. I think Paul Byrne scored for him. Uh, and I nearly got arrested as a as a teenage boy because I had a bar of zest. I don't know if you remember it. <laughs> uh, and I, I opened it up and whirled it into the into the you, way end are and you shouted, claiming
1: that I'm a stranger to something and <laughs> <laughs> shouted
0: away and have a lash, yeah bastards. Uh, to which the the policeman just grabbed me and get. Yeah. And I think in fact that was a kid. Uh, um, and my horrified dad came down the stairs And belted me Can kind of, uh, let, let him Get away with it Was that the first Game in Sky The first old from Game in Sky No the first old from Game in Sky Was 3-0 uh, McCoy scored 1990 Okay McCoy's Morris
1: Johnson You think they would Actually learn Do you, do you remember The, the, the cup final They lost At uh, at Hamden When uh, Charlie Nicholas Scored the penalty For Aberdeen Yes
0: 1990
1: uh, Yeah And if you remember The the footage That day Showing you the Celtic Support during the I mean there was People literally on their knees, you know, and they're pulling out the hang gliders and all sorts of ro- religious accoutrements, and you're just going, it's a game of football, guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, just like, utter, utter hysteria. That, yeah. And it's the same as when, when Big Mowbray came. You know, Celtic fans had talked them into uh, talked themselves into such a hysteria that Celtic were not going to be playing like Barcelona. They were going to be Barcelona yeah, yeah. plus. And you're just like, you know... This isn't healthy
0: No when the hype machine Goes o- into overdrive They're very willing To get swept away on it uh, I think the Rangers fans We don't mind about hype I mean obviously That's why David Murray Lasted as long yeah. But I think that We we would always be a bit Less prepared to do it Without any evidence To back it up Whereas you're right Celtic bring in Manager is just so club relegated um, But because he's, he's an ex-Tim And because he played for them Then suddenly they're going to play like play like yeah. Barcelona um, I think one thing that we do need to say For people going to the game Is just be careful uh, It's never the, the most fun place to visit for, for an away fan I think that uh the You're camera the, shy especially Yeah the policing and the stewarding there is, is very over the top Although we did hear we were at a game last season A young man was standing in front of us And he rather innocently asked a policeman If he would be allowed to shout Puck the fope yes. uh, To which the policeman said uh, he would be allowed to shout it, but then he would be spending two nights at a luxury institution <laughs> yes. uh,
2: until the courts opened on Monday morning. Yes. Punning is a recognised illness and a crime. Yeah, apparently. well, that was a spoonerism, I believe, or maybe yeah. it wasn't. Maybe it means something I don't know. Well, spoonerism then, is spoonerism a crime?
0: Uh, well, it could be in that context. Be, yeah, so don't do it, and don't don't do it. And then say, well, they said
2: on Hart and no. Hand that we could do this Be very careful. Be funny. Be spontaneous with your chance. Don't um, get sucked into it all. Um, It's a horrible place to go. And as Mark once said to me famously, he said, if they crank up the faux Irish theme park element of this place anymore, Paddy McGinty's goat will be trimming the grass before the game. Hmm. I thought that was the thing. Remember though, if you see John Higgins,
0: who uh, if he's in the home end, it'll be him, and if he's in the away end, it'll be me. So if the listeners can remember that
1: one in handcuffs.
0: Yeah, if you see John Higgins, remember to give him it plenty. Okay, then we're going to move on to this week's letters and your Facebooks and our quiz results. Up until Heart and Hand started, nobody had heard of the Facebook.
1: I certainly hadn't.
0: And now, now, because of the success that it's had over the past ten weeks and the huge growth of the Heart and Hand, the Facebook page, Your they've made growth a film about massive. it. Yeah, they've made a film about
2: it. Um, are we in it? Well, you'd think so. We right? And so. um, when I heard Justin Timberlake was in it, I just assumed he was playing me. Is there, Someone said to me, I don't know how true this is, David, but there's a thing called Facebook without a the... Well, I have no interest in that, no. and I
0: think that the Facebook should sue this Facebook. Said, uh, um, Johnny come lately? Yeah,
1: stealing their name. Well, the film reveals that the original name for the company was thefacebook.com We're bringing it back. We're Justin it Timberlake,
0: back. he's bringing sexy back. We're bringing the back. We're we'll keeping the real Timber.
1: Timber. Timber Dave Scottwood could be, could be exactly. Yes. I've,
0: told, I've told you before that whenever I am in a state of arousal, it's not a trouser snake or any of those Americanisms. It's a stoner I have a dour Presbyterian
2: erection, and it's yes. the same way that Walter would have a stoner that's I actually spoke to somebody quite recently um, who didn't know what Stoner, how it was spelled or what it was or what it was meant to be. They just used the words and had no idea really where what, what, what it came from. Oh, I hope you mutilated them. I did. Unbelievable.
1: Oh, speaking speaking of, so what you're saying is if Mr. Edgar is Justin Timberlake's Stoner, mm-hmm. you are what? I would Brit- have to be... Britney Spears' shaved Chihuahua?
2: Oh, I would say so, yes. Her, her fun bags. So basically
0: uh, I'm a, a multi-talented singer's Most erotic part Whereas you're a skanky Trashy hose fun bit
2: Let's hope so yeah what so
0: I'm absolutely. saying Let's hope so Oh damn I done again Remember how I'm cutting it Saying absolutely Oh I must, I must throw the absolutely swear box About 800 quid Okay then Is that for a Christmas night out? <laughs> yes This week's uh, Competition was to win the Barcelona book, and we asked you for your crazy, remember the crazy 70 strip, Mark told us a heartbreaking, you can hear this in the pod from a couple of weeks ago, listeners, Mark told us a heartbreaking story of how his auntie made him a her strip, uh, which we might use for future competition, fake kits, but, Heart and hand what, listeners. What did you say? I've got heart. <laughs> They're and real. Mark's earned those man boobs. Heart and hand listeners. To to prove how real these competitions are, I have selected the shortlist because I'm actually stunned at the amount of entries we get for
2: this. Uh, there were literally hundreds of entries, so I have selected David, my favourites. Did you remember to omit Fontaine Fraser? His dad skilled Oh
0: yeah yeah Fondleroy who did Like Fraser One of our regular guests Fraser Martin Whose dad basically sent the surf suit And said bring yeah. me back Every strip if We did those the those them out Yeah It's like you can't have Fraser Staying over at your At your gaff You put out a spare bed And he's like Nah mate there's a pee under that can he? he yeah. can he slip under that uh, Sleep under that So I have selected my favourites And we're going to let Mark Scott and producer Chris Because otherwise it'll be You know Two and we could have ties all the time Decide which one's the winner So we will kick things off with the entry from Scott Nazy as God Gibson. So you oh, you've got a chance of winning. A chance. He was the guy that you told to enter the competition a couple of weeks ago, and he said, oh, I can never win anything. you said, well, go and try, and he didn't win. So you well, just perpetuated this man's misery. That's a fair point. That is a fair point, so you, you owe him as well. He says, this week's pointless competition entry, nothing like a positive attitude there, Scott, is his Crystal Palace strip from the 70s. Uh, Jobby Brown? It was. The Jobby Brown strip? Yeah. Oh, Next one was Craig Dollier That's quite fancy That, that might be a Fraser-esque Fauntleroy one was oh, uh, the, the third Earl of Sandwich he, he claims he didn't own this But he sent in the half-Pope, half-England top Which didn't sell during the Pope's <laughs> visit to the Well, what did to Chris Can you imagine the confusion, though, in the Manx When they were all at... Uh, uh, well, no sorry not Max because it's nothing to do with football The devout Catholics yes. When they were all at uh, Bella Houston Park And I'm like oh man it's pure get a Pope on it But it's pure get England on it What <laughs> am I going to oh, do man So uh, he suggested that Stuart Williamson And this is why I think Stuart should be in the running guys He not only suggested the Rio Valicano strip That he owned from 2001 mm-hmm. He sent in a picture of his Doug
1: Baxter wearing it mm. Is that not mm. cheating? Cheat? Th- that's like the type of thing. Too keen. But people start up fanzines to complain against yes. dogs wearing strips. Dogs wearing strips. I actually start up fanzines
2: to encourage dogs wearing strips. Although I notice he hasn't put the dog in a hat yet. But as I often went to nightclub hoping I would see dogs that would strip. Well, but that was a completely <laughs> different thing. did yeah.
1: Which is why you started a dogging fanzine yeah. yeah,
2: why I'm devoted. So there was actually a great story but that, wasn't it, David? When Henry's pals had ended up in Vallacano, which is an industrial suburb of Madrid. Yes. Now, who planned that weekend? Yeah, <laughs>
1: blind to the war. What gets me about Viacano is that the it's always described as a Maoist suburb <laughs> of Madrid, and you're thinking, what? Like, all these punters? Like, I mean, what do they do? Do they have like, rice paddies?
0: <laughs> Can I just say that we're for, for those of you who know Glasgow that we're actually recording this in Broom Hill this evening, which yeah. is as far away from the Maoist uh, yes. suburb of Glasgow but as quite as close, close to Yoker. But quite close. Yeah, we will just debate whether or not this was in Clydebank. Yeah. Um, to any bears out there from Clydebank? You know, tell us why you live there. Just, yeah, just while we're on it. Okay, Stuart Retsis says the strangest top I've ever had is a Kerkira of Corfu FC one that I swapped with a local while pissed after watching a match against the unwashed on the island. Novo scored twice while Ferguson provided a masterclass.
1: Made up name must be one of your relatives,
0: right? Yeah, Daniel <laughs> Maplebeck favourite Daniel Mapplebeck, I still have my unworn two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight be Top, to stop, brought back from Turkey by my mother. It was at the height of the big joke new phase of winding up. Timmy Sorry, the what? The big joke new phase of winding up Timmy over the debauched past. I don't know what he's talking about. No. And knowing from Google image Search that the touchpad was embroidered with BJK, I seized on the opportunity to pre-order it.
2: I we've got an early favourite there We're liking this But he does say I still have
0: my own one, Which means he didn't have the box to wear it When he go back to the linge And that's disappointing Poof If you're going to walk the walk You've got to talk mm-hmm. the talk oh, you know, put He's dog it. in it A
2: picture of his dog in it He even.
0: hasn't even sent a picture today. For all we know He just made this up Try to win the book Daniel Mapleberg, Do you a think about what you you know when um Dave Robbins I like that That's Dave, a name is Dave isn't it? Robbins He sounds yeah. as though He could have been in a, a, a 60s band You know He could have been yeah. Dave D
2: Yeah The Hollies bassist Dave Robbins yeah, reminisces.
1: Or well, beats Maplethorpe.
0: Yep. Uh, kits. Hmm. I don't know I like the fact that he's, he's doing this phonetically kits, hmm. I don't know if this counts But a few years ago I gave my mum the cash To bring me back a Hamburg strip from Germany You got it Arrived back with a St Paulie brown polyester thing If I remember correctly it went on Neighbours Kids Guy Fox. Love a podcast, keep up a good work
2: that's that's pretty good. That's the stuff. winner, isn't it? Uh, First of all, yes. he was a
0: bass player for Manfred Mann. Yes. Secondly, he burnt a Saint Pauli top, and thirdly, he get the Steve Wright s keep up the good work. And so, mm. so I'll go through the, the, re- them, the I'll them. go through the rest, and that I'm, I'm going to win. Uh, this might actually Jack Linton. One of you, bi curious presenters, will probably like this. I had the pink Juventus <laughs> centenary top in the nineties. It's talk mm-hmm. to you, Scott. Is he still wearing it? <laughs> <laughs> Scott's <laughs> borrowed it yeah. uh, Gareth McKibben Sad to say lads That I had that Minion Greyish Man United top That they changed at half time Against Southampton In the 90s During a whooping Obviously like the team I never wore it again After that either um, Scott Shields with one of our more esoteric entries When I was younger I had an old Torquay United top from 1994 When I asked my dad why I had it he told me It was the cheapest one in the shop son <laughs> well, Now I like yeah, his yeah. dad
2: Scott Shields dad sounds like my he, type of guy. Can his dad not win the book? That's absolute quality from Scott <laughs> Shields dad Imagine i walked into a shop going My boy the apple of my eye The love of my life What's the cheapest <laughs> one you've got chief? Is that Tokyo away at home? <laughs> I've got you know, he's,
0: bloody it, yeah. he's bloody lucky he never walked in with a, a Tim Top if his dad was that type of well, guy. True, well, yeah. at least
1: he's, he's old-minded enough for to like, create a forge-lagger. lager. is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so never too
0: yet. early for a Fusilier. <laughs> yes. Okay, and special mention. Well, Before we get to, to the, the winner, special mention to Gordon Reid. Now, Gordon's actually known to, to all of us who, who work in here, which is why the, the savage reception he got to this. Gordon, posted up a picture of a top he owned as a child. There was a couple answers to this, there was a couple of replies in the thread. And he said that uh, he would like people to guess what it was, and he was somewhat put out by the fact that everybody guessed instantly it was Melchester Rovers, Roy Race's team. Um, the reason that they guessed was at the bottom of the picture he posted up
2: that said Melchester Rovers. <laughs> uh, and basically, he actually said, I've got no idea what this is, my mum bought me. <laughs> The amount in Milchester, Rovers on it The amount of
0: abuse the guy got Now we're not ones that encourage bullying on this website But we know Gordon and he's he's basically a sort of Slightly Deformed kind of dwarf character And he deserves it,
2: you know He should stand tall after this instant
0: Yeah, well he'll be crying oh, himself wait. to sleep in his little um, matchbox Tonight, yeah. so Gordon Reid You are, uh, if you're going to go and Download a song tonight to, to think about What you are, I want you to go and get the best Of Devo and download their song
2: Mongoloid, no reason Okay yeah. I need a winner Right The guy who said The poofy Ventus thing I don't like him He's having a pop at us. Jack Linton He's right but he's having a pop at us And even though it's fact based Well but it. he said one of you bi-curious And we've said before about, about well, Cammy. He's way true.
0: bi-curious He's, he's right weak, and he knows yeah. what he's
2: doing Has Cammie
0: changed his Facebook status yet? To another picture Did of, another I'm picture I'm hugging of him hugging no. a guy yeah. uh, Cameron I will sit and uh, Put Facebook
2: updates all the way through the X Factor Even though I don't watch the X Factor bell Yes, the same one. Yeah. The yeah. sausage jockey. Yeah. I'm liking, I still can't get past your man's dad. Oh, you know, right. All right. So Chris, do you, would you go for the Torquay guy or the guy who burnt the St. Pauli strip? To be the burning, one, to burning, mm-hmm.
1: one.
2: burning one? Burning strip. Mark, Mark. any favourites there?
1: That kind of Hanseatic thing's kicking in with me. Yeah, okay. I'd go for that. I have b- no idea what that means well, of course because it's brown It leads you to the very obvious Did it burn hey. Hey. The So the
0: Hans winner of that Stad then Humber. The winner of that is in a current, Currently touring with uh, Manfred from Man <laughs> yeah. is Dave Robbins And uh, you win the Barcelona, the yes. history of Barcelona
2: book you know mate, he would delighted mate. He <laughs> will be delighted. This is with Dave Robinson, man. from but, uh, man.
0: Uh, If any of if anybody else has set fire to a, a, a team that have been yeah. twinned with the Tarriers, let us know. Yes. Um, and we've got a couple of other letters. One of which is the finest ever posting I've I've ever seen on the Facebook. Okay. okay. Um, Tony Hyde says, "God bless Australian Sisanta." 8 p.m. kick off, proper Sunday session before we beat the beggars. Tony
2: yeah. says
0: Oh, oh, that's uh, Chris's brother-in-law <laughs> 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 so, uh, And he's also Not a man. copper Which is just going to feed all the sectarian <laughs> The belief over here that coppers yeah. are in fact bigots um, Richard Glenn, cracker today Well pleased to see we lad get a goal And what it meant to him to score for the Rangers Sitting in G 2 row, got a good view of the celebrations as well We are the people James West, anyone else think the voiceover guy at the end of the podcast is like Peter Jones from Dragons Den mm. but wee bit yeah. wee bit and this is my favourite it was from a young guy according to his Facebook post, and his uh, his name is Errol Dogganos and he put <laughs> after it all his message was was Errol Doganos. check out my name we are other people <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm tempted just to have a competition for him to win some, (laughs) and it's a picture of a wee guy in glasses, and if it is him, he's a genius, and you're getting replaced, and we're having him on, but that's what (laughs) it says, check out my name, we are the people, brilliant, so Errol Dogginos, we want to find out your real name son, and we want to get you on the
2: show, because you're just, you're, you're our type of guy, although we hope that is your real name. A
0: couple, be couple of things to mention And last week we'd mentioned That the Diddy's Cup And th- thanked Simon Leslie For organising the event We had the Loudon Tavern In touch with us To say that although Simon attended the match The Loudon Tavern Duke Street And Bristol Bar Worked together to organise this And fundraise on behalf of Help for Heroes For Erskine Hospital So we're happy enough To uh, clear that up And the other thing was A chap got in touch with us A brand new jail site Called GlobalJers.com Look at Mark They're sitting here Talking about Rangers website um, Loads highly, of pages I'm Highly recommended So you can go and have a look at that that's com. We never plug your site, do we, mate? No, you come no, here no. every week and we never plug your site.
1: Plug it even less than we plug your book.
0: That is true. Yes. I've got a book out just, you know, you're right. When's I, it? I'm too well, the pre orders have been dispatched. People have them now. Folks The book is
2: out. I've read it. Scott's read it and And what well, I texted you my opinion last night. You said that it was better than Jelly Cooper but not as good as Fen Hassel. Exactly, and no, I'll stand by that.
0: That's that's good And you can buy it And you can uh, As of I think Middle of uh, this week So by the time you get this podcast
2: You can go buy it 21st Century Blue Buy it It's it's, it's a really good read Uh, We're trying to get him To put one up As a competition prize He's not keen Those royalties Got his eyes on them
1: Only get 50 printed
2: (laughs) Vanitypublishing.com (laughs)
0: Ha! The only book that you'll ever appear in Son is uh, Gay Biters on Acid Monthly So uh, we'll have less of your nonsense
1: I bet it's got plenty of pictures in it
0: (laughs) It does actually It's got a nice bit about you Anyway, the the listeners why I hear this You can uh, check out more of Mars Demented Ravens his website www.followfollow.com Scott's got his hand up Well I was wondering if you're going to have any other
2: business today No
1: Oh, I've, got some other you thought, I've got some other business.
2: No, I don't I've care. got an asterisk next
1: to it. I don't if you put an asterisk next to it. Please. Is it, it obliques? I can't get
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I do like you, listeners. I wish you could see. I wish we, we recorded this podcast because
2: Scott genuinely went. I've got an asterisk next to it. That Scott, means go it's, on. It's quite, I just want people to. Look, I want to leave them with their minds blown. Look, Japan want to host the 20, 2022 World Cup, okay? Listen to what they're planning. This is part of their. I just can't believe it, folks, okay? They're going to shoot all of the games in 3D and beam them holographically onto 400 pitches around the world. Off the balls. Uh, ca- actually, look, beam the game. Yes, like in Star Wars. Like in Star that's, Wars. What a holograph, that's the dream. That's the dream. Going, they say they can do it by. 2022 they'll basically have cameras Everywhere, microphones under the pitch, around the pitch And they'll recreate the game in the stadium Using holographic sort of pixel, pixel That open. is brilliant, I mean that would be wonderful To, to see a tournament in, in
0: Scotland Featuring Scottish Blood, no you said it was World Cup So it's not likely to feature <laughs> Scottish <laughs> players. The only thing I would say about that Scott, is it's very interesting But when is this tournament they're bidding for? 12 years away Yeah, did it really have to go Into this week, It couldn't have waited to next week's pod No, it but had to go in this week if you're going to blow people's minds, blown now. Oh, thank God, it's just your minds are blown. Thank you very much for listening. We we really want you to get in touch, and if you think you can beat Errol Doganos's uh, post on the Facebook, you'll find us at Hart and Had. They're not going to beat Errol no. Doganos's post. <laughs> check are they? out my name. <laughs> check out my name. We are the people. Uh, but if you think you can beat that, and and I'm with Scott, and that I don't think you can, no. then you can uh, check us out on. The Facebook, Heart and Hand, the podcast on The Facebook. You can email us as uh, several UW competition entries. Didn't do you any good as it was a Facebook entry that won, but you can uh, by emailing us at ibroxrocks at playbackmedia.co.uk That's ibroxrocks, R-O-C-K-S at playbackmedia.co.uk Or, if you're Stephen Fry and any of that shit, you can follow us on the Twitter, which is basically what follows us on the Facebook, but with uh, less other people to talk to, so you can do that as well and that's ibroxrocks thank you very much for joining me I'll just thank my uh, producer Mr Christopher Osborne I'll just thank Mr Mark Dingwall he's been lovely the nice good lady killer that he is and Mr Scott Vanden Acker soon to be replaced by Errol Dogginos. <sighs> Errol Dogginos, loyal um, to be believe okay we've got big matches coming up enjoy Valencia let's hammer the beggars and we'll talk to you next week thanks this is
2: a Playback Media production Guess all the associated links for this podcast at ibroxrocks.com if you would like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners Sports Revolution on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network